This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie, Charles Milton, ASE Certified Master Technician. I'm Liz Gill. Hello, Coach Charlie. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. Oh, 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 oh. So, so this was the first time I drove to work in uh, a, a vehicle we're keeping at least for a little while, and it has heated seats. Oh, that's good. That's a, oh my gosh. I was talking to my sister, and you know, we were talking about things that you now would not get a car without. And for the longest time, mine was just cruise control, but she has has added heated seats oh, to yeah. hers. That's, um, in the wintertime, it really helps you, yeah. for sure. Well, but we're not going to talk about heated seats today. Well, we could if you wanted to. We're going to talk about tires. But if you want to call in about heated seats, we'd love to email us. We'd love that, too. So, tires... Usually I buy tires because of an emergency, but when, how do you know it is time to get a new tire other than when you busted uh, air, a tire and you're coming back from the airport? Well, it's according to the tread depth, how deep the tread is, and if it's wore out on the inside, outside, it's just according to how the tire is wearing. Now, you can drive a tire down to two thirty seconds, but that's dangerous that's not recommended but you should always replace it and a lot of tires today have wear bars in them and that means tread wear bars and when you get to those tread bars it's time to replace the tires tread bars is this like something like it is revealed after you lose some of the the outer skin what is what is a tread bar well the tread bar you have a bar that's in between the treads and it just you can see it when you when the tire is brand new but you can see it more once you uh wear the tire out some all right does that penny head head of the lincoln does that still work that's 230 seconds oh okay all right so if 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 the, there's not you're not covering up his forehead at least then that means it's time to get new tires and then if you uh just save your have alignment and your tires are wearing you want to take and make sure you change those tires after you get alignment Let's, that was something I was going to ask about a little bit later. What about uh, alignment? Is, how, how important is, is, is that? Well, you have different wear patterns on tires. Uh, like I said, if you have a wear pattern for uh, if the tire is wearing on the inside and the outside, that means that the toe is out. And that means that you're, uh, it's like you're pigeon-toed. And oh, that's how okay. the tire is wearing. And so it's wearing on both sides. That means that you need alignment and a tire. Then you have different ones like camber, caster, according to what the tire is doing. Matter of fact, you can look at a tire and you can sort of see what your vehicle needs. And alignment is different. Al- alignment is different from balancing. I guess alignment is, is how straight it is and balancing is if it's kind of... I'm making a weird kind of wonky, wonky shoulder roll thing Well, here. if you ever think about alignment, uh, if you ever look at roads, they always have a crown on them, and so you can't have the tires straight. So they got to have a little uh, camber in or out or a little toe in and out. You know, and so that is what the alignment does. Now, a balance is what keeps your vehicle from uh, vibrating as you're driving down the highway. So the wheels have to be completely true and true means they need to be completely round and oh, balanced. okay so 
Okay, so a vib- if you have a vibration, that might mean you need to balance some wheels. To balance some tires. All right. And I'll, I'll okay. There we go. We're talking tires today. Our email address for your questions is auto at mpbonline.org. But we not a Coach Charlie knows more than just tires. He knows... I'm going to go. He he knows everything. Well, at least he knows everything compared to me because I don't know anything. Anyway, we think he's fabulous, and we're glad he's here to answer your questions. Now, if you if you get wear on your tires, of course that means you should align them. But let's let's jump to rotating them. Uh, you you should rotate them every time you get an oil change. It's recommended every five thousand miles, every oil change, but every oil change. Um, people shop do not change and rotate tires. Okay. So you want to make sure that you go to somewhere they can rotate the tires. And then when you buy tires, a lot of times you can have, a, they give you a, like a little contract where you can come back and they'll rotate the tires for free. You know, there's one other thing I want to talk to you about on the wear pattern. Okay. Is that if you underinflate your tires or overinflate your tires, that's another thing is that you can see the outside wearing if you underinflate, and you see the inside, the middle wearing if you overinflate. So you need to be very careful about how you put air in your tires. And the, the number PSI on the wheel is different sometimes from the PSI on the door frame, but you should go with the door frame? Yeah, most passenger tires say 44 PSI, that's pounds per square inch on the tire, and then truck tires will have about 80 PSI, but you want to open the door and you want to look at the placard inside the door to tell you how many pounds, because the 40 and the 80 is the maximum amount of air that tire should have in it. All right. And for my opinion, Coach Charlie's opinion, and our uh, engineer Jay White's opinion on air flating, air inflating uh, uh, the coin-operated devices, reference our previous shows. <laughs> we got a call from Kosciuszko. Let's go to TJ. TJ, we are so glad you've called in to autocorrect. What's going on with you today? Yeah, I have a question for the coach. Go right ahead. That's why That's why we brought him here. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I love y'all's show. I called last week and talked to the coach about uh, uh, 1966 R190 International, and I'm wondering if I ought to donate this truck to the school system and their auto uh, repair and body shop down there and what would I do? Nobody knows better than him because he run one all in years. What do you do when you start wanting to donate a vehicle to a shop? It's according, you know, students are learning newer vehicles. And by them right. learning new new technology, they're not taking a lot of yeah. old vehicles unless it was a project vehicle for the uh, instructor to show his students. But a lot of times they take nothing but newer vehicles, you know, because everything they're working on is 10 years up, you know. For, so right now you'd go like 2010 up to 2021. They try to stay 10 years uh, behind the manufacturer. Okay, I, I I figured it was that way. I figured th- this is such a basic thing, no computer in it that they wouldn't learn anything really. Right, they're not teaching carburetors, they're not teaching uh, <laughs> d- distributors, or nothing like that now. Okay, thank you, Coach. Yes, sir. 
Thanks, TJ. We appreciate you calling in. And just in case anybody else has a vehicle they want to donate, you can go to mpbonline.org, click on the Giving tab, and you can learn how if you wanted to donate a vehicle to MPB, we there's like one company that does this. And you tell them what you can either fill out the form or you can call them and you can say what charity you want to support. And then the vehicles are donated and auctioned off, and then that amount, that whatever that auction proceeds, goes to the charity. We have had a riding lawnmower donated. We just got a school bus donated. Uh, we've had uh, lots of different axles uh, that are, are donated to MPB. So, you know, keep that in mind if you don't want to have to haggle with a, a trade-in or you don't think it's worth a trade-in. Uh, remember MPB and your charitable giving at mpbonline.org. That's a great charity. Let's go to Clinton and talk with Mary. Mary, thanks so much for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Good morning. I have a single be- single axle flatbed trailer, and I was wondering what the tire inflation should be on on that tire. On a single axle trailer, they're usually between 28 and 30 psi. That's usually what the oh. uh, PS the pressure would be in those tires be 20 be 28 psi to 30 psi. Okay, thank you so much. So welcome. Well, that was an easy one. Fantastic. Let's uh, let's we we talked about the inflating. Be sure to look at the card on the door, not necessarily the. Uh, thing on the tire. We're going to get to a lot more about tires. If you've got a question about tires or just anything else having to do with your vehicle, send us your email, auto at mpbonline.org. We are talking about tires, but we can talk about some other stuff. Is your car under recall? We sort of have a list of ones that are. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. You already know MPB Think Radio is a direct result of donations from listeners like you. But instead of counting the size of your donation in dollars, how about axles? trucks to motorcycles cars even 18 wheelers your donated vehicle of any size helps fund the programs here on think radio for more information on how to donate your vehicle visit mpbonline.org support you 
are listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie, Charles Melton. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, we hope you'll find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. I don't have any new recalls to report in on my sources, but... Every recall is serious, so it's important that you contact an authorized service center or your local dealer as soon as possible when you know that you have a recall. Remember, automakers issue recalls to fix defects or sometimes just to check them, and every owner of a recalled model will be contacted by mail to bring their car to an authorized service center or dealer for evaluation and any defective parts will be placed, be replaced at no cost to the car owner. Every recall is registered with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, NHTSA. I, we, I talked to a NHTSA lady once, and so she told me. She told me it was NHTSA. NHTSA is also often responsible for requesting a recall after investigating common safety problems or receiving complaints from owners. However, these don't always lead to car recalls. So you can send your complaints to NHTSA. Have you ever sent a complaint in? I've never sent a complaint in. All right. All right. Well, good. Then you've gotten some good cars. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recall, and just put in that VIN, or you can find their Safer Car app. We're talking about tires, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Remember that email address, auto at mpbonline.org. We got a whole lot of calls to get through, Coach. We got we got a job today. Let's start with Jim in Jackson. Jim, thanks so much for calling into AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question for Coach? Good morning. I've got a couple of questions about tires. First one is, um, it seems like recently there's been a push by retailers to fill your tires with nitrogen. Is that? just a gimmick or is that a real thing well if you talk about nitrogen and oxygen oxygen oxidizes the tire and makes the rubber dry out and so does nitrogen but nitrogen does not make it dry out as quick and so that means that oxygen is going to leak out a little bit quicker than the nitrogen and that is the reason they put that nitrogen in those tires okay great uh second question is about rotation i've always rotated my tires um at least the last 15 years by crisscrossing the fronts to the back and bringing the backs straight forward. Is, is, is that what you'd recommend? Uh, it's according to what type of tires you got on there. If you have non-directional, that's three different ways of doing non-directional tires, and that is one of them, crisscross from the front to the back or the rear to the back and crisscross them. So you could do it that way. But if you have uh, directional tires, directional tires need to stay on the same side of the vehicle because that's the side they're rotating to, towards the forward, and so they'd have to stay on the same side of the vehicle. Right. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Jim. Okay, if you had unidirectional, could you, I guess you couldn't take them off the wheel and put them on the other wheel to, to go to the other side? Could you, like, take them actually off the, the wheel and then flip the tire around? 
Well, you may be able to. Is what you're doing on that? You're taking and dismounting the tire, right? And just mounting it on the other, another tire. Right. So you mount it on the other side, just to be going the same direction. Okay. Yes. As long as the tire is going in the same direction. Okay, but that's probably a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's go. To, let's go to Hubert in Jackson. Hubert, thanks so much for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question for Coach Charlie? I have a question about alignment. Uh, recently, I installed four new tires and had them balanced in, the, in a new alignment. And the alignment, uh, my car uh, drives to the right when I release the steering wheel, uh, slightly to the right after a few uh, hundred yards. Is this normal or a no, it shouldn't be pulling. That means that it's pulling to the right. It's just pulling off the side to the right. Usually, you can always tell which side the problem is. If it pulls to the right, most of the time, your problem is on the left. If it pulls to the left, most of the time, your problem is on the right. Okay. Now, did you put new tires on there as well? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, I'd have them go back and check the toe on that. That's where the front end is. I'd have them go back and check that alignment again. Thanks, sir. And tell them that it's pulling. Okay. Yeah, because those tires, they're, they're not cheap. So, toe, T-O-E, okay. T-O-E. And, and what, remind me, what the, what is the toe? Okay, toe is where the wheels are either pointing to out or in. Oh, pigeon-toed pigeon or right. duck-footed. Okay, right. toe. Great, great, great. Okay, thanks, Hubert. We appreciate you calling in. Let's go to Riverdale and talk with Bill. Bill, thanks so much for calling in to AutoCorrect today with Coach Charlie. What's your comment or question? Can you hear me? I sure can. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, um, speed rating on tires. Like, what? What is like? Isn't it like Z rated? Okay, if you go to uh, speed ratings, and I got that to talk about, speed ratings you uh, will start at Q. They go, and that's really where it starts, and it ends at uh, Z. Okay, Q is the one, it's up to 100 miles an hour. Okay, so that means that tire, you can go so many minutes with that tire going 100 miles an hour. Okay, and then if you go up to a Z, a Z is 149 miles and up. And then a Y is 186 miles. It goes up to 186 miles. But the Z is, uh, like I say, it's 149 and up for that speed rating. Okay, thank you, sir. Um, yes, sir. I have, how many questions can I ask on here? Well, let, let, let's give you three. How about two more? Three. I like that. Okay. Hmm. Um, ceramic brakes. These, like... <clears throat> ceramic brakes do they help you stop better i know they like i think they said that they help the heat right okay so you know ceramic is glass right Okay, so by being ceramic, being glass, it is it will hold better on the rotor. It will make better contact, and so it will stop better than uh, semi-metallic or metallic brakes or organic brakes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My third final question: Um, you know the Pennzoil, like it, it would that increase? I wouldn't say horsepower, but would would that make your engine run a little bit better for engine performance? Well, I'd go back to the manufacturer's recommendation. Uh, oil itself is uh, different. Oil is formulated with the additives that they put in oil. That is what changes the consistency and the uh, 
different types of oil is because of the additives. So I'll go back to the manufacturer and see what they recommend on that one. Yes, sir. Go Brandon. Thank you. All right. Well, we appreciate you calling in. Hey, remember, you can always send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. We are burning it up today. Let's go to Natchez and talk with Carl. Carl, thanks so much for calling in to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie. What's your comment or question? Hey, I just want to ask you a question on, okay, I had two questions. Uh, on an older vehicle, like, you know, v, on an old V8 engine, uh, kind of, uh, kind of street performance kind of um do you find that aluminum versus cast uh you know iron still uh cylinder heads uh, other than the weight other than the weight of them is there any difference as far as durability uh you're talking about the heat distribution and the reason is uh the heat itself uh, aluminum will uh as it, the engine gets hotter it'll warp a lot quicker than the cast iron or the steel heads they will oh. um the heat will damage them a lot quicker Okay, okay. And I have another question. I have a, a 96 Honda Accord, and there's, uh, there's a distributor has been removed. Somebody removed the distributor completely. It would be hard to get the timing set back on that. Uh, no, you just go find your timing marks on the front of the engine of the crankshaft and the camshaft. You just take that cover off uh, that's covering those two pieces up there and get your cylinder back up to number one, and you should line it up pretty easy. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thanks, Carl. All right, let's go back to Bill. Okay, if you're not a NASCAR driver, why do you need a tire other than a Q? Just because you feel the need for speed? Well, most of your luxury cars, your high-end cars, will have a Z-rated tire on them. Wow. Because they're rated there. If you look on their speedometer, they're rated to 160 to 180. And so they'll have a uh, Z-rated tire. Okay, so here's my thing. I feel like I'm being cheated if my speedometer goes to 160 because then that's I don't even get to use half of that on the speedometer. So because it's illegal, that's true. Because it's illegal, illegal, folks, and dangerous and not safe. And I'm a mama and I drive, so you all drive safe and don't drive too fast. Well, once you start talking about the speed rating of tires, now cheaper the tire less the speed rating. Okay. So you understand that. Oh, okay. That. Well, good for me. I'm so, going to save some bucks. So is, that, is that the good, better, best? Uh, yes. And then you talk about, and we'll get in that on our next segment, talking about the different type of uh, tires they have out there today to help reduce flats. Ooh. Okay. That sounds good. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking tires between your car repair questions. What's in the news? I'm going to tell you next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. 
Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, retired from Clinton High School's Automotive Technology Program, is our host. I'm Liz Gill. Oh, and uh, Coach, we got we got a big game coming up. We got a big game tonight, <laughs> our first bowling match today. Who, who do you bowl against? Madison. Oh, oh. Rivals. Okay. Now, is this, uh, do you have a neutral site? Where do you, where, where no, does? No, we're going to be at home today. We'll be in uh, Clinton bowling tonight. Oh, okay. Is that that Indian Lanes? Indian Lanes, yes. Many a birthday party. We've oh, been yes. to that one. Okay. I hope that you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click on that support button and make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you, but also for others to enjoy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. So in the news, so last week, Hertz announced that they had ordered 100,000 Teslas by the end of 2022, but the plot thickens, and this week... CEO Elon Musk tweeted that they hadn't signed the contract for the vehicle, but then Hertz said, well, we've already started getting some of them. So whatever the status, Coach Charlie, what was your reaction to 100,000 electric vehicles being rentable? Well, as they said, they were going to get 100,000 cars, but they only had 3,000 charging stations throughout the world for those cars. That's that's bonkers. Oh, so yeah, I guess the Hertz is all over the world. So right. maybe some of these will be in different parts of the world. So, but now you got to find out where to charge your car. Right. Now, do, are there more? Uh, we'll get to that on another show. <laughs> I was about to go down the wrong rabbit hole. Go chase a rabbit. See, I just, oh, I'm having so much fun talking with Coach Charlie. And, but today we're talking about tires, but also taking your questions by email, auto at mpbonline.org let's go to Starkville and talk to Torfee uh, go ahead what's your question for Coach Charlie yes uh, good morning and thank you for taking my call my question is not related to tires though, and I hope you guys be able to help me out a little bit you bet the question is related with uh, the body control module on my vehicle it's a 2006 Pontiac and um, based on my research uh, and the issue that I've been having, indicate that needs to be replaced. However, my question is this one, basically. And I have found a lot of uh, uh, encounter information in, in the Internet. Whether can I replace and re the, the replacement to be reprogrammed into a specific vehicle? Now, the question is this one. Can I get, uh, uh, let's say, a use from a similar vehicle and the same number of uh, body control module? 
and be reprogrammed, or do I need to get a new one completely, new one, in order to be reprogrammed? Okay, on a lot of uh, control modules in the cars today, they had to be reprogrammed. Uh, there's a lot of times that uh, you cannot go to the uh, salvage yard and get any modules because a lot of them today are made specifically for that vehicle and has to be programmed for that vehicle. Okay, so my, my option basically is then just to go and, and get a, a, a new one. They say they can out and find a new one, but they are a rebuilt one. Yeah, I would go get a new one if I was you, because I've had a lot of trouble with uh, getting computers and modules from different sources because they're not programmed uh, when you get them. And if they do say they program them, they don't really program them correctly. Okay. Okay, that answered my question. I do appreciate for, for the answer and for your time. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Yes. Thank you. Okay, that's that. I'm putting a star next to that because that's a, like a whole nother show. That's and, right. And a whole nother... You know what you can get now is necessarily what you could get six months ago, and maybe not what you can get yeah, in a year. Six, that's true. All right. Well, Torfi, we appreciate you calling in, giving us some great ideas. Let's go to Tupelo now and see what's up with Tommy. Tommy, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? I have a comment. When you get your tires uh, balanced, either when you're driving down the road. You get in the left lane or you get in some, where the pavement is new, and you turn your wheel loose. Now, that way, you know, you can tell if it, if it needs, uh, if it needs uh, alignment. But now, if you run in that right lane, see trucks and cars and everything had run over there. So that will make it pull to the left or the right. So get in the new pavement, you know, new pavement, and you turn your wheel loose. That, that always worked for me. Yeah, they just, like say, if any time they start to pull, if it pulls hard, you want to go ahead and check that alignment again uh, because there's so many different things with tires that could make it pull. Just say if you had a uh, tire that... Uh, maybe the belts were separated or something like that. So they just had to check it out and just have the alignment checked and then go back and do it again. Thanks, okay. Tommy. We appreciate you Thank calling you. in. Let's go to Meridian, the Queen City, and talk with Henry. Henry, what's your comment or question for Coach Charlie on AutoCorrect? All right, good morning. I have an 83 GM uh, Sierra. I'm trying to change my fuel filter, but there's not enough slack in that fuel line. It, would it be a problem if I cut that line and insert a rubber hose to give myself a little slack? Now, is the fuel filter on the frame? No, the fuel filter is attached to the carburetor. Okay, so just, uh, so, yeah, you could uh, just uh, cut that line and put you a rubber line on there. That would be no problem. Okay, great, great. Now just, right. make, just make sure that you use some clamps that will close it off uh, where it does not leak. Okay, all right, will do. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Henry. Man, I love it when we get these yes, no, do this, do that. That's interesting. Uh, okay, here, is this a yes, no? Uh, do you have to buy your tires in pairs? I would buy them in pairs. Okay. You don't have to, but I would buy them in pairs because the way the wheels are wearing, just say if your alignment's out, they're going to wear on both sides one way or the other. Okay. And let's delve into the world of types of tires. Well, if you think about type of tires, you have low-profile tires, you have non-directional, you have directional tires. You have different type tires for different type vehicles and different type of driving. Uh, really, the elements out there, you have all-weather, 
where you had just have street tires, mud tires. But the thing I, we want to talk about today is non-directional and low-profile tires. But am I right in saying you first need to put the kind of tires on your car that the car wants to have on it? Yes, it's always good to go back to the manufacturers, put those type tires on. But you see the trucks and you see some cars that got 20s and 22s on them, uh, you know, those those tires weren't made for that vehicle but a lot of people are uh, redoing those vehicles how do you get to decide when to break the rules when it's out of warranty oh okay (laughs) i always say when it's out of warranty unless the manufacturer put it on there oh okay okay uh and uh, another uh mickey mouse question new tires go on the front well we always used to put new tires on the front due to that was where the steering was and now what i would do is like say if your back tires are good rotate them to the front because that's just like rotating a tire put the new tires on the front because that's where your steering is okay and uh so let's let's get into balancing you said that the Oh, I already forgot. The alignment deals with the pulling, and uh, the the balancing does the vibrations. Yes, uh, balancing does vibration, and you usually feel a a bad tire uh, vibrate when uh, you're going about 60 or 70 miles an hour down the highway, and then once you pass that speed, it levels out. It no longer vibrates. You get back to that speed again, it'll vibrate. Okay. So you always want to make sure you have your tires balanced. And lots of places where you do buy the tire stores, they they balance them for you or they do the alignment or give you lifetime alignment or yeah, something? Yeah, well, if you, most of the time when you buy the tires, they'll do uh, rotation. Okay. And now if you think about tires, they got 40,000, 30,000 mile warranties on them, all the way up to 50 or 60, 70, 80,000 mile warranties. And once again, when you talk about warranties, more you wear off the tread, less you're going to get because they prorate them. Okay. Keep up with all that paperwork. Yeah, let's keep up with the paperwork. And then if you think about uh, other types of tires, we were talking about where we uh, common issues with tires is like leaks, uh, air loss, uh, out of balance, or something may be wrong with the rim. And so what happened is that uh, the manufacturers come up with an ideal how to alleviate some of that. So they made several different types of tires. They made you a run-flat tire. And most run-flat tires you're going to see on... Uh, luxury cars and they're very expensive once you run flat you can drive about 50 miles with it and what happens the sidewall is very hard and when that sidewall when you say if you have a flat you can drive because that sidewall is so hard it's gonna hold the car up okay so how do you know if you have a run flat tire how do you know you have a flat and that you should only go 50 miles once again it's the tire pressure monitoring system comes oh, on. okay all right you know, so it'll tell you that tire is low, and you go out there and look at that tire, and you can see that it's flat, and then you just know what to drive. So, ooh, okay, so I'm perked up on this. So if you know your car has a run-flat tire, and that's one thing you need to know. You need to know if your car has a run-flat tire. You see that it's flat, but you can still drive it. You can still drive it 50 miles or to the closest uh, repair center. Okay. One other thing you said— uh, Gosh, I just get inundated these days with things my mama always told me. She would just have a fit. 
people who would take curbs too close and hit the hit the tire on the curb. What, what do you have to say about that? A lot that? of times they hit the tire and they hit the rim. Right. You know, uh, we have the different type of rims now. We have aluminum rims and steel rims. It wasn't so bad on the steel rims, but it's really bad on the aluminum rims. And that's where the bead of the tire seals. And if you bend the rim, now the tire don't seal. You have leaks. All right. So... Listen to your mama, drive like you've got a casserole in the car or something, and be sure you don't hit those curbs when you're going around corners or going over to the side. We're really going into banks oh, <laughs> because okay. they're so, they're so yeah. narrow that a lot of people hit them right there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've got, we, could, we could talk about tires all day, but also if you have a question, we would love for you to a- ask us. You can send us your emails, auto at mpbonline.org, just like our friend Donald sent us. Uh, His email says, what is the life of tires in years in a vehicle run only occasionally? Once again, I will tell you that it uh, oxidizes. The uh, tire will oxidize and it will dry rot. And so you want to be very careful. Matter of fact, it says on the tire when that tire was manufactured, no longer than five years. Okay, five years, and look at that. That's part of that R7232QP74578910. There's a lot of numbers on that tire, yes. Well, so, Donald, five years, that's what the man said. We are discussing tires and taking your repair questions. You can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We have a new car review from Casey Williams coming up. I love this feature, Coach. It has plastic bumpers. We used to have a Saturn that had that, and I loved it because it doesn't show the dents, and you don't scrape off paint if you get too close to things so uh it's a subaru so i hope you'll enjoy casey's review this is autocorrect on mpb think radio a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. We have a special treat for you this week. We're out in Bend, Oregon driving the brand new 2022 Super Forester Wilderness Edition. The Wilderness is the extreme off-road version of Subaru's products. It's a new sub-brand. This one has 9.2 inches of ground clearance. It's got extra cladding around the wheel wells. And the bumpers are even shaved a little bit with black plastic on them to improve your approach and departure angles off-road. Just looks really menacing, looks really sporty, looks really good. Inside, it's got faux leather seats you can just wipe down after a day of adventure. The cargo compartment's all rubber-lined. Again, so you can get your bicycles in, your camping gear, and don't worry about getting the interior wet. You've got, you've got the eyesight crash avoidance system, forward collision warning with auto brake, rear collision alert with auto brake, lane keep assist. Keep it right safe. Under the hood, it's a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine. Delivers about 180 horsepower, and you get about 26 miles per gallon overall. The best part of this vehicle, though, is the value. This vehicle starts just under $33,000. See the full video on his YouTube channel 
Auto Casey and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. I'm Liz Gill, but our expert is Coach Charlie, Charles Milton, ASE certified master technician. Got a couple of calls, more tire talk or whatever talk you'd like to talk about. Let's go to Bay St. Louis and speak with Edwin. Edwin, what's your comment or question for Coach Charlie today? Oh, yeah, I want an opinion. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah, turn off that radio and we'll hear you a little bit better. But go ahead. Okay. Turn off the radio. <laughs> I don't have a radio on. It's my TV. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead, anyway, Edwin. My question, my question is, I had bought some ties. Um, I bought some ties from Walmart. And I brought... Edwin, we can hear you. You need to mute that TV so you don't keep hearing yourself. Okay. So you bought some tires from Walmart, and what happened? Oh, okay. Let me mute that TV. Anyway, what happened was that about six months later, I brought my vehicle to um, Toyota in Gulfport for an oil change and tire rotation, and they do like a multi-point um, check. Okay. Let me turn that off. Okay. Can you hear me now? I yes. sure can. Yeah. You 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 bought your tires from Walmart, but then you took them to the Toyota dealer for the rotation. rotation. Yeah, and they told me after I had like about five thousand miles on the tires and tires were good for forty thousand miles, that my tires was no good. So why did they? Why did they say your tires were no good? They didn't give me an explanation. They just gave me that multi-point grade. And they just put, like, um, yellow or red and stuff like that. But they didn't say why it was no good. And when I did the penny test, the tires were fine. So I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to sell me some tires or what. I can, I don't know what's going on. I guess one of your opinion on that. So did you buy two tires or did you buy four tires? Four. I always buy four. So you bought four all the way around. Well, I would. Uh, I don't think I would use that uh, company anymore myself. If you, if they're going to say you're after five thousand miles, your tires are bad. Because regardless, if you had a front end problem or a rear end problem, all your tires wouldn't been bad. Not after five thousand miles. Okay, that was my minor question. If you don't mind, my major question. I got a nineteen ninety seven Ford Aerostar van that I really love. And it runs good. It's got like 202,000 miles on it. But for the past few months, intimately, it makes this clinking sound. It doesn't happen if I speed up. It just, um, no rhyme or reason, just pops up. And I look inside the vehicle to see if there's anything loose inside. I went underneath and pressed things and see if anything loose inside. 
but I don't know what that clanking sound is coming from. So what I would do, the first thing I would do, I would check my exhaust, go back there and push on your exhaust pipe and see if you can push it up and down and see if it makes noise. I did that. You did, did that? Well, it sounds like something's loose underneath it. It sounds that uh, when you hit a certain bump or you hit something, it shakes. Yeah, it, doesn't, it, just, it comes with no bumping at all. And uh, the thing is, if I put my car like in, um, in park in my driveway and try to see if I can hear it, it doesn't make any noise. It just comes on when I'm driving, but it can be for no reason. No bump, no turning, no braking, no speeding. Well, that's, that's going to be a hard one to figure out. So you just have to uh, see if you can figure it out as a drive and have somebody roll down the window or something. Gotcha. I thought I was maybe taping a, a tape recorder and, um, and see if I can get the sound to come out better and then call you guys next time and see what you think. Yeah, because there's all types of noises out there, clanks and clanks and bumps. and So, yeah, do that and we'll listen to it. Thanks, Edwin. We appreciate okay. you calling Thank in. Thank you. Let's go to Memphis and speak with Ela. Ela, thanks so much for calling into AutoCorrect and asking Coach Charlie your question. Hi, how are you? Just great. I have, yeah, I have a uh, 2019 Nissan Versa Note, um, and I love my car, by the way. And what I've noticed lately is when I'm at a standstill or slowly like backing up or, or going forward and I cut the wheel I can feel like metal to metal type of you know like friction not through the steering wheel even but from my other foot that's on the floor okay is that when you're touching the brake uh, no no brakes uh, well maybe brakes I don't know um, and what I would do, I'd have yeah. those, I'd have those front wheels pulled and check those brakes. That's what it sounds like that you have grinding uh, brake pads against the rotors. That's what I would check. Okay, so when I cut the steering wheel, you hear the brake. Uh, well, if you're, you're driving, right? No, 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 standstill. Like, you know, I'm just about to take off, or you know, like very, very low miles, like it's just rolling. Not even gas pedal down. Right, but you can still, well, if it's grinding at the rotors and the brakes are bad, you will still hear some grinding noise, yes. Okay. And it could be a bearing in that front end as well. You know, uh, I would have them check the bearings. I'd pull those front wheels and look at those front wheels. Okay. Okay, I'll have them do that. Now, let me ask you one more question before you go. Uh, it's a 2019. Okay. Isn't it still under warranty at this time? Well, I bought it used from a car lot, you know, like a car dealership. So I did buy the extended warranty, not the ones that they spam me about, but, you know, through the actual dealership. So it does have some basic warranty. Yeah, if it still has manufacturer warranty and it's making a grinding sound and it's not the brakes, then I would take it back to them if it's still under warranty. Because, like I say, you got 36,000 mile, three years, according to uh, that's most uh, warranties. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Ela. <clears throat> My daughter has a Versa note, and she loves it, too. Ela, last week we talked about warranties. Listen listen to that show. You'll, you'll learn a lot. This show, we've got a couple minutes left to talk about tires. What, what, did we, what didn't we get to? Coach, what do we need to know? 
What oh, the trunk. Yes, I want to make sure you know what's in the trunk. If it's a compact tire or a temporary tire, you want to make sure you have a spare tire one way or the other. If it's a compressor with uh, uh, fix-a-flat, there are some companies that did that for a while, or you may not even have a tire back there at all, a spare tire at all, and that's why you'd have a run-flat tire, a self-sealing tire. You'd have a tire like that. And manufacturers call those tires several different things, and you want to look in your owner's manual. One of them is called a run-flat tire, extended mobility technology, a continuous mo- uh, mobile technology, and zero pressure. So those are these run-flat tires, and then the puncture tires that seal themselves as you're driving down the road. If you run over a nail or something, they'll just seal themselves up with their small punctures. But look in the truck. See if you got a tire. Oh, because otherwise you might be stuck on the side of the road. And I have been there. <laughs> that I... I Everybody has different requirements for a new car. And when we bought our latest new car, I wanted a tire for Pete's sake. And because a lot of times we are driving in the middle of nowhere. We're in Mississippi. Everywhere's the middle of nowhere. That's true. <laughs> now, if you look at another tire, I want to tell you about uh, low profile tires. The low-profile tires are the hardest tires to replace. They're the most expensive tires to replace, and they don't give you a smooth ride. Oh, So that is okay. all low-profile tires. And so why would someone pick a low-profile tire? Because it makes their car low to the ground. That's why it's low profile. I am I am so not a form-over-function person, but... I guess I I just have not come to grips with the idea of tires as accessories. Well, a lot of companies, manufacturers, have went back to regular-type tires on their vehicles because that was the problem with low-profile tires because not every shop can take a low-profile tire off the rim and replace it. Ooh, okay. So you need to learn a little bit about your shop, too. Right. special equipment. All right. And uh, TM... No, TPMS, Tire Pressure Monitoring System. Uh, Lots of cars have that now? Yes, when you rotate your tires, you want to make sure that that tire pressure monitoring system is calibrated to where you put the tire. Because if you put the rear right tire on the right front and you have a flat, it's going to say right rear. So you want to make sure that it's recalibrated and the TPMS are working correctly. What another great show. Coach, we just appreciate you coming out of retirement and, and volunteering with us to, ta- to answer all of Mississippi's questions. Well, thank you. That's going to wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Thank you, Java Chapman. Thank you, Jay White. So for Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, Master Technician, I am Liz Gill. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.